We have an amazing opportunity once again to speak to Dr. Naomi Wolf. A lot of you know her as a, uh, she's a world-renowned feminist, but she has also written many books, and she has been focusing on the Pfizer documents that were released under court order by the uh, FDA a while back. She's been delving deep into it, and she's reporting on it daily. Thousands of pages. Yes, thousands, (laughs) tens of thousands, on dailyclout.io. And she wrote uh, part of a new book here called War Room Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports Book, which I'm sure is going constantly expanding and she's joining us right now dr naomi wolf good morning good morning to you thanks for having me on oh i'm so glad to speak with you again and i've been following you on twitter and watching video videos and you're uh often speaking with uh, steve bannon and dr peter mccullough and other podcasts and i i just am, i'm just blown away by what you're uncovering and i'm really kind of shocked on on how it's not earth shattering in 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 the realms of the that in mainstream media it's not i mean did you do you are are you frustrated at all that the things that you're uncovering especially about the the effects that the Pfizer vaccine has on women how that's not being like shouted from the rooftops uh i mean totally uh it's it's astonishing to me and it's it's heartbreaking i mean i'm a i've been a journalist for 35 years mm-hmm. i've published these major news outlets that are refusing to cover wow. the biggest story of the you know twenty twenty first century, um, it, it it's amazing, but it also kind of makes sense because mm. unfortunately they took the money, um, they took uh, Bill and Melinda Gates money millions, um, you know, to the Guardian and the BBC and NPR to overcome quote unquote vaccine hesitancy. Uh, and then they took money directly from the CARES Act, our taxpayer dollars, directed millions to um, co-opt the media. So that's why you got just this universal lockstep that um, these injections were safe and effective. Um, sorry. Yeah. And lastly, uh, their liability now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what we've uncovered for people who are not aware of it is that um, Pfizer has Wow, how can I summarize it? Um, with these injections, they knew, A, they didn't work to stop COVID. They knew a month out that uh, the third most common side effect was COVID. And they knew, they, they called it vaccine failure and failure of efficacy. So they knew they didn't work to stop COVID. But they also knew things like, you know, 35 minors sustained heart damage a week mm. after injection. They had to hire 2,400 full-time staffers to uh, manage the paperwork from the flood of adverse event reports. Um, You know, tens of thousands of strokes, neurological events, DMRA, dementia, Alzheimer's, blood clots, lung clots, thrombocytopenia, leg clots, um, you know, heart damage, uh, tachycardia. um, And, and, you know, in our reports, and there are now 76 reports that these 3,500 doctors and scientists who have joined together to volunteer to read through these tens of thousands of documents mm-hmm. and explain wow. them to the rest of the world. Um, many of these adverse events took place within 48 hours of the people being injected and 1,225 deaths. And I haven't even, and this is just in the first three months after rollout. Wow. And I haven't gotten into the what is to me the most shocking because the most premeditated aspect of these, um, you know, these documents, which is 
they reveal a 360-degree attack on human reproduction with a special focus on destroying women. Well, this is interesting. And you say premeditated, which uh, to me means, you know, they are doing this on purpose. We talk about, I talk about quite often here, Dr. Naomi, um, about the war on women, you know, with everything that's going on with transgender and all that. And, and, you know, you can always connect the dots back to that. And you made a connection um, and in one of your uh, interviews where you were making the connection on how this is a war on women as well. The skin diseases, the reproductive issues, menstruation, people, women who are in menopause were menstruating again. Um, we heard about depopulation efforts. Uh, we heard Kamala Harris do a Freudian slip uh, during the speech. So what what are you uh, what are you saying here about depopulation? Have you were you able to to figure out how are you able to figure out that this is premeditated and they are trying to control the population? Okay, I'll answer that. Um, so first of all, people have to understand that. 72% of the adverse events of all kinds are women. Um, and in some categories, like surprising categories, like kidney damage, uh, liver damage, stroke, it's, you know, four to one, five to one, all the way up to eight to one women commit. So there's something about this mRNA injection, at least the Pfizer version, that um, vastly disproportionately harms women systemically, you know, not just reproductively, right? But throughout their whole body hurts women. And so you've really got to think about what that does to a society. I mean, I'll tell you in a few minutes why I think this is a bioweapon, but, you know, what do women do? Women hold together the family. Women make sure that Mm. children are raised. You know, women take care of uh, strengthening social bonds in a community. Um, So right now, uh, Ed Dowd has shown that there's a you know, a, a kind of a Vietnam War level mm-hmm. um, wiping out of uh, working age people, but he's also shown an incredible escalation in disabilities. Well, you know, a disproportionate number, and, and our numbers match, even though they're independently arrived at, uh, of those disabled people now are women. And I'll get into how they got disabled and why Pfizer knew they were disabling women. Um, well, let me just give you one example. There's a chart in the Pfizer documents. And to me, as a woman, it's one of the most, and as a Jew, right? Mm. His grandmother lost nine brothers and sisters to the Holocaust. This is one of the killing things I've ever seen. And this is why I do say with no hesitation, it's Mengele level science. Okay. Because this is a chart that shows 20 different ways, 20 different scientific terms for destroying women's menstrual cycle. Um, Everything in in catastrophic ways, everything from, um, 10-year-old girl starts bleeding as, she, as soon as she gets an injection. You know, many, many, many long postmenopausal women bleeding, um, but all the way to two periods a month, bleeding every single day of your life. Mm. Um, no periods at all, meaning no baby, right? And many reports of, like, oh. agonizing cramps, mm-hmm. like disabling cramps. And I'm sorry to gross out your readers. I know it's early, but, you know, passing, like, hemorrhaging tissue. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So these mm-hmm. are not conditions in which anyone can have a normal life. You can't be a mom effectively. Mm-hmm. You can't have a normal sexual life with your partner. You can't, you know, function as a teacher or a, or a doctor or, right. a, you know, traffic cop um, or a soldier. Uh, these are disabling conditions. So the point is there are tens of thousands of women in each of these categories. 
And Pfizer knew they were doing this to him, and, and they kept going, right? Wow. I mean, so and, when you and ask- quite frankly, Dr. Naomi, um, we were, I mean, I, I've been to gynecologist office, you know, getting checkups. They encouraged lots of women, many women, if not all, to get the vaccine, even pregnant women. And I said, this was not tested on pregnant women. Why would you give that to a pregnant woman? And they said, well, a lot of women were uh, part of the testing by accident. They were asked if they were pregnant, but they said no, but actually they were. So they counted those pregnant women, and it proved to be safe. These people were lying, like, (sighs) through their Actually, pregnant women were excluded from the trials. And um, yeah, but she said that by accident they were pregnant or got pregnant. Well, I can tell you exactly what happened to those 270 women who got pregnant anyway. We know exactly what happened. 234 of their records got lost, which is illegal. <laughs> um, of, wow. right, of the 34 that were left, I'm sorry, the 36 that were left, um, eight, over 80% of them lost their babies. Wow. That's what this gynecologist did not tell you. So shame. If you give me the name of that person, I will say his or her name out loud right now because that is a disgusting lie, dangerous lie to tell pregnant women. What these these lipid nanoparticles do, and this is another uh, piece of evidence that Pfizer knew they were destroying women and, like, intended to destroy women. They accumulate. We were, you know, the spokespeople said the material stay in in your deltoid, you know, in your arm. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a lot. They biodistribute within 48 hours to every organ in the body. But if you're a woman, they accumulate in your ovaries. The lipid nanoparticles are an industrial fat, and they're covered in polyethylene glycol, which is a petroleum byproduct. So with your first injection, you're packing that into your ovaries. With your second injection, you're packing more. Your third injection, your first booster, you're packing more. Our volunteers have found no mechanism whereby um, these materials leave the body. So that's already disrupting, you know, not mm-hmm. just men's feet, but hormone, hormones, like hormonal, yeah. you know, okay. like mood and libido and uh, energy levels and all the things that hormones do. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we have enough already being disruptors to our hormone levels. Totally. <laughs> To do this is, like, unbelievable. And just don't forget, I don't mean to interrupt here, but uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky from the CDC had the PSAs out there. Liz, you and I played them. Totally safe for pregnant women. Yeah. And added added nursing moms. Totally safe. Oh, my gosh. Right. Well, let me tell you about about what she was lying about in that regard. So these lipid nanoparticles have been known for 10 years to cross every membrane in the human body. Um, so they cross the blood-brain barrier, which can explain the um, personality changes and cognitive changes people have seen in their loved ones. But they also cross the placenta. So they're, and you know, we were lied to about that. We were told, oh no, the materials don't cross the placenta; they can't affect your baby. That was a total lie. Um, they Pfizer knew that they were crossing the placenta. In fact, there's wow. oh, sorry, I had to turn that off. There's a, a report that came out in April 10th, 2021 showing that two babies died in the Pfizer document from in utero, quote, transplacental exposure to the mm-hmm. vaccine. So yeah. those are Pfizer's words, right? And then three days after that, Dr. Walensky gave a White House press conference at which she claimed that um, the vaccines uh, were safe and effective for pregnant women, and she recommended that pregnant women take them. Um, so now what we're seeing are compromised placentas, placentas that don't grow normally, 
that have this netting of calcium solutions that prevent nutrients from getting to the baby. And um, there's many uh, premature births as a result. Babies just don't have room to grow. But we're also seeing a 40% rise in maternal deaths in childbirth. So back to the 19th century, because why? Because it's 19th century conditions now, the placentas are falling apart, you know, which is very dangerous for women. It can cause hemorrhages and infection uh, while women are giving birth. And we're also seeing, and this is so evil, um, we're seeing a condition, and I interviewed uh, two midwives about this, um, where babies look normal and they go home and then they're rushed to the hospital because there's an air sac between their tiny lungs and their tiny chest walls. Well, in the Pfizer documents, Pfizer describes the creation of an air sac between the lungs and the chest walls of newborn babies due to this transplacental exposure. They knew it would happen, and they did a big push to get vaccinated, to get pregnant women vaccinated. And before I pause, I want to tell you about breast milk. Mm. Um, of course, since these materials biodistribute everywhere, they also go into the lymph and into the blood, which is how breast milk is uh, constituted. Um, and in the Pfizer documents, it shows that they knew that the lipid nanoparticles, the mRNA and the spike protein, and remember polyethylene glycol, which is an antifreeze, would go into the breast milk of vaccinated moms. And they have one poor baby in the Pfizer documents who nursed from a vaccinated mom, went into convulsions, had multi-system organ failure, and died in the emergency room from nursing. And now multiple studies have confirmed there is um, mRNA uh, polyethylene glycol in breast milk, and breastfeeding has gone from a vaccinated mom. Breastfeeding has gone from 34% to only 14% um, because babies, you know, are being poisoned. Jeez, I mean, we, we you always hear about antifreeze in the streets and and children and animals, you know, right? Uh, when I was growing up, um, it tastes sweet or or whatever. And uh, I, you're saying that that's what was in. In these shots, this type of ingredient, I mean, this is deadly poison. Um, You know, there are, I I know you have a couple of um, cases out there for uh, fraud in L.A., and um, I actually have it in my notes here. I just want to pull it up. You have a couple of cases, um, and the other one is reckless endangerment in Ohio. Are you making headway with these cases? I mean, these are lawsuits. I mean, what is the basis of the lawsuits? What's the standing on them? Um, So I think, so first of all, the process is super slow. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just have to acknowledge that. And expensive. Very expensive. So everyone help us, please. Um, But yes, we are making progress. Uh, George Smith is our lawyer in Ohio. He has 10... Uh, plaintiffs in Ohio who were injured um, by the mRNA injection. And he's made a very strong case um, that Pfizer was guilty of reckless endangerment. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the Department of Justice is, is in communication with him. Now, both Pfizer and the Ad Council, which is also named in our um, complaint as having kind of lied to people to get them to do something they wouldn't have otherwise done if they had facts, um, the ad, you know, both sides and the ad council have asked the judge to dismiss our complaint, but at this point, it has not been dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so our lawyers, are, you know, George Smith and the DOJ are, you know, communicating by email. So God willing, there will be progress there. And the LA-based team, uh, Scott Stevens on Howard, 
I'm pretty excited about that, too. That's not a lawsuit so much as a formal letter asking the Department of Justice to open an investigation. Okay. And they delineate, and anyone can read their very good 40-page um, complaint or argument asking for this investigation. They uh, prove conclusively using our report, which makes me feel good, that um, Pfizer committed fraud. And and one reason that's exciting there, exciting is their FOIA in um, early communications and contracting between the federal government, actually the Department of Defense and Pfizer. So we'll see whether Pfizer committed fraud against the taxpayer and the Treasury and the government of the United States, or Pfizer and the Biden administration committed fraud against the American people. Unfortunately, we're out of time, and we're speaking with Dr. Naomi Wolf. Um, I, I just wanted to say that dailyclout.com io is the website you have all the reports on there that you can find but in this book and i, and I want to make sure we promote what you need uh, to promote in order to so people can support what you're doing uh buying your book right the war room yep. daily cloud oh. book mm-hmm. that's the most important thing you can do and you can order it on daily cloud or on amazon and and give it to your loved ones. It's it's life saving information. Give it to your doctors. My gosh. Give it to your doctors. Give it to your local hospitals. Absolutely. Give it to that gynecologist. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> I, I know. I know. And 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 now and and we don't have time to talk about it. But you know that O pill is coming out um, where it's over the counter uh, birth control pill. I just worry about that because being a woman, we know all the uh, the ramifications of taking birth control. Uh, in many cases, it's not right for everybody. And to leave it out there without a doctor's appointment, <laughs> mm. you know, talk about a war on women. I'm, I yeah. have an interview scheduled about that because, um, you know, there's a lot of side effects. And there are so many different pills out there. Sometimes it takes a while to find the right one if there is a right one. It's not right for everybody. Yeah. Really, we're being treated like cattle. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's amazing. Well, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. You have done, especially uh, for the, uh, you know, regarding women. I uh, appreciate it. Dr. Naomi Wolf, go to dailyclout.io. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care.